Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And we call these segments at the intersection of health and politics. Um, Ontario's decision on vaccination certificates. Also, the protests outside hospitals in Canada. Our guests can speak to that, I'm sure. Dr. David Jacobs is the chair of the Ontario Specialists Association and president of the Ontario Association of Radiologists. Dr. Jacobs, thank you very much for coming on the program. On the issue of the, of the, uh, of the vaccine itself, would you please just remind everyone... I hate to do this to you, but why is it a good idea? Why is it necessary? And why does it not necessarily follow that if people are vaccinated, uh, they shouldn't be worried about the unvaccinated because they are vaccinated, if that makes sense? Well, the reality with regards to why you should get vaccinated uh, is because of your risk of getting a very serious case of COVID. Uh, When you look at the people who are in the ICU currently, uh, based on a percentage of population, the unvaccinated are 40 times, 4-0, 40 times more likely to end up in the ICU than those who are vaccinated. So, uh, and once you've ended up in the ICU with COVID, uh, the outcomes are not always that good. In fact, you have a very high probability of having a poor long-term outcome or death. And isn't it true that if you are not vaccinated and you do develop COVID and you then access the need, uh, a greater a greater uh, need for, or have a greater need to access health care in this country, you are interfering with delivery of health care to people who need it for other issues like cancer and heart disease because they can't get into the units they need to get into. So... This is something that I think people are getting more and more familiar with, but ICU beds are a very precious resource, and it's not an ICU bed is not just a bunch of equipment and an area in a hospital. The ICU beds are comprised of many, many highly trained doctors, nurses, and and respiratory therapists, as well as physiotherapists and pharmacists. So it's a, it's a big human resource issue. So we do not have the ability to simply expand our ICUs with the snap of a finger. We don't even have the ability to expand our ICUs over the course of a year. We've already expanded them as much as we can on an emergency basis. And when those beds get filled up, uh, we are limited in some of the services we can provide that by definition require an ICU bed. So many surgeries require a bed in the ICU overnight. We can't perform those surgeries uh, if we don't have the room for the patients. Which leads to this question. What is your reaction and your response to hospitals being subjected to large public protests? Well, it, it, it is simply a line that was crossed, never been crossed, 
and I don't think any reasonable person should see this as an acceptable response. So if somebody is misguided enough to be pushing back against a life-saving vaccine, if that's your position, uh, you do have the right to protest, you have the right to refuse an injection, you have all of these rights, but you do not have the right to intimidate physicians, you do not have the right to disrupt uh, the delivery of care of others, you do not have the right to intimidate patients who are coming in for their, uh, for their treatment. You don't have any of those rights. And if you choose to do that, uh, believe me, the, public's, the public who is not very sympathetic to your cause in the first place will have zero sympathy for you in the future. Let me ask you a COVID health question. Israel appears to be encountering Delta variant infections climbing among the people who were the earliest to be vaccinated. So the Israelis who were vaccinated in the winter months of this year and Israel is moving toward booster shots for anyone over 50 years of age. Is this what we're looking at in the maybe the near term starting to develop in this country? Well, it depends on who you talk to. So if, you, if you're listening to Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci is saying, yes, you're going to get a, a booster and maybe another one after that. Uh, when you listen to Dr. Bogosh, who's also gone through the data, he's not as certain that we need to be going to uh, boosters right now, but he's, uh, his tone has changed a little bit, saying that we may in the near future. So it, it, it's not clear. What is clear is those among us who are vulnerable, so cancer patients, the immunosuppressed, uh, they're almost certainly going to need a third shot, and a lot of the elderly are almost certainly going to need a third shot. Uh, in the U.S., it's already started. People are getting third shots, and in Israel, it's uh, third shots are being handed out. The one thing that I want you to remember, though, is that the level of the number of people who are vaccinated in the U.S., is quite variable from state to state, and some of those states are very low. And when we look at Israel, uh, they were a front runner, but they've fallen behind. So we're at about 67% fully vaccinated. Israel is about 63% fully vaccinated. And that's going to make a difference as to whether we need a booster or not. Okay, now uh, let me just ask you something else. This is where we uh, really get into this intersection of health and politics. We see COVID case numbers and deaths daily. We've been seeing these for a year and a half. Am I being irresponsible or not thoughtful enough? Because I'd say I would also like to see the daily case counts of cancer deaths, cardiac deaths, suicides, and other major illness deaths because they're just as relevant to me as are the COVID numbers. Am I missing something? No, you're missing nothing. A death is a death. Um, and uh, they're all tragic, uh, especially the ones that are preventable. Um, and you're, you're absolutely right. We have to acknowledge the fact that COVID is endemic to Canada now. It's not some foreign virus that we're hoping to snuff out and get rid of. It's here. It is not going anywhere. It will never go anywhere. So we have two choices. We can vaccinate it uh, out. Um, or we can learn to live with it. And if the vaccines aren't proven to be uh, sufficient to vaccinate it out, then we'll need them as a tool to keep 
the damage from COVID to a minimum. But, you're, you know, as I've said before on the show, I'm a big proponent of getting kids back to school because of the mental health implications. I'm a big proponent of making sure that we have balance in our response to COVID-19. Because right now, we've seen just in the first run of this that we have a lot of people showing up with very late-stage cancers, which are would have been treatable but aren't treatable anymore. We have had a lot of delayed surgeries, and we're just going to have to be able to better manage our resources because COVID isn't going anywhere. Yeah, one more question for you. What's it like being a doctor at this time? It's, um, it's an interesting time. At the beginning, it was... Um, it was exciting. Uh, there's a lot of excitement, a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty, and a lot of dread. At this point, there's a lot of frustration and a lot of fatigue. I think that um, we're all, we've all been working very hard for a very long time. Very few of us have had any real downtime. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of frustration with you know, when you have people showing up in front of your hospitals protesting uh, and, sh- and shouting out what really is nonsense uh, and putting other people at risk, everyone's getting frustrated and everyone's kind of reaching the end of their civility when it comes to this. Um, and that's that's sad and sorry truth. We will always be there for our patients, vaccinated and unvaccinated, Whoever you are, we will always be there uh, in a very uh, professional capacity and in a very sympathetic capacity. Uh, but having people shouting at uh, patients and doctors in front of hospitals, that can't happen anymore. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.